Yet another geographic considerations are rather other other geographic considerations are sometimes overlooked. One such is that among the best tools that Paleolithic people in Europe started making about 50,000 years ago were those made from antler, which is denser and longer lasting than tools made from soft wood. However, no animals in Africa had antlers. Seasonal growths like those of elk or deer, so this sophisticated material simply wasn't available. Perhaps the greatest problem with a list of traits are re as revealed in the archaeological record is that the record is by no means complete and it is being added to regularly. Those archaeologists who believe that the earliest date for any object involved in this story has been found and that date and that that date will remain the earliest forever have taken up a peculiar type of religion and have abandoned science and in fact reality. For example, one tip-off that people were beginning to perceive themselves as members of a society with an identity that needed to be in some sense proclaimed is the existence of beads a personal adornment bearing the suggestion that the owner has achieved some form of symbolic thinking. The same goes, as we noted earlier, for decorating the dead with ochre, though this is a lot more difficult to prove. There is a broad agreement, as Christopher Henschelwood of the University of Bergen, Norway, and Curtis Marion of Arizona State University have written that social intelligence and symbolically organized behavior are modern human behaviors. Unquote. Indeed, one can argue, and many have, that they are the key traits, the brand new thing that occurred in Europe at least about 40,000 years ago that signaled that anatomically modern humans were now also behaviorally human. It is help, a help, that beads made of ostrich shells in Africa and shells in the Near East and Europe have been found in graves and elsewhere around this time. The only trouble with this wonderfully neat arrangement is that a set of what are arguably beads made of ostrich shells have recently been found that are something like 75,000 years old. If they are in fact beads, and it is difficult to imagine that what else they could be, then someone back there may have created them to assert some kind of status or rank.
In 2004, the same Christopher Henshelwood announced that he and his team had found beads in Blombo's cave on the shore of the Indian Ocean some 200 miles east of Cape Town, South Africa. The beads were made from pea-sized shells of a river-dwelling snail-like mollusk, too small to have been part of anyone's dinner leftovers. And with no known predator, predator out of the rivers in which they dwelled. The nearest river in those days was 12 miles away, so we can conclude that they had been deliberately brought to Blombo's cave for some human purpose. The beads showed the wear one would expect on a typical string of shell beads, and signs of ochre as well. Though 30,000 years older than any other sets of beads found so far, they suggest that at least one group of nearly modern people were thinking some kind of thoughts about their personal or social identity and were changing the way they looked for one reason or another. Archaeologists are almost by nature suspicious of such claims as these 75,000-year-old beads, but then a more recent find had been made in Africa of what appears to be beads dated to 100,000 years ago. In figure 7-2, bracelets and beads made of ivory from the upper Paleolithic site of Mezin, Ukraine. Even in the face of these finds and others that show potential signs of symbolic thought well before it exploded in the late Paleolithic, it is possible to say the scholarly version of so what. Just because one person or group made a set of beads 75,000 years ago doesn't prove much. It doesn't show that people in general were making beads back then in order to communicate some sense of identity or status. Sure, people had the capacity to make beads and to scratch little geometrical figures on pieces of ochre and a few other little quote-unquote artistic efforts. The important thing is regular or systematic performance. Did most people do it? Was it common behavior? Was it the way the human species of the time confronted the world? One woman making herself a set of beads, which one needs to remember, entailed also the making of some kind of string on which to place them. Is nothing at all like the tremendous flower flowering of ima imagery, complex tools, rudimentary architecture, and other skills and achievements that are found in Europe beginning around 45,000 years ago and really hitting stride about 35,000 years ago. On the other hand, 
We don't know how widespread bead-making might have been in these most more ancient times. Being biological items, they don't preserve all that well. Many archaeologists studying this period still focus on the grand inventory of objects now in museum and university collections and on new material coming out of the ground in order to answer the question what happened during this immensely important transition the problem with such kitchen lists based on artifactual evidence that suggests particular behaviors is that the behaviors are not universal they are local or regional and not at all synchronous for example some people in europe created the amazing cave paintings in places like chavet some thirty thousand years ago and soon thereafter equally modern humans moved into north america where imagery on such a scale never occurred but how important is scale south americans were producing rock art or call it rock imagery, 10,500 years ago. In any event, the Europeans of the late Pleistocene certainly perceived the paintings and also the expansions of range as somehow the, mo the means of improving their chances for success in universe in the natural world or the social world or both but what if anything was universally applicable some archaeologists are stepping beyond the normal path of the archaeologist to ask not what happened but why the changes occurred in this regard it is helpful to look at the neanderthals as well as the anatomically and behaviorally modern humans and see how the two human species or some others would have it subspecies confronted the worlds they found themselves in